Good morning, everybody. This is Gratitude Unfiltered. It's 9 a.m. Pacific time, and I am super stoked about today's show. Um, I'm going to play some music as the normal intro, <laughs> but I read something just now that I thought I would share with you. Um, I'm I'm really grateful that I have a mother and a, and a stepfather who are both people of God and they send me, you know, devotionals from time to time. And I read my own devotionals and I read, you know, I, I, I do my own reading. I, you know, read the Bible, uh, have my, again, my own devotionals that I love to read. Uh, but they send me stuff. And every once in a while, they send me something that's really, really good. And I choose to read it. So I'm going to read this to you because I thought it was really, really powerful. Um, so grateful to uh, have you guys here this morning. I'm gonna read this to you. And again, look, regardless of what your belief system is, I think you can apply this um, and it'll make sense. So again, not trying to offend or anything like that, but it was something that, good morning, Tucker, good to see you. It's something that I thought was very powerful. So I'm gonna read it to you and you guys can do with it what you want. Um, <clears throat> and I, I, Right off the bat, you guys are gonna know what's up. So we all go through distressing times in life. These seasons of suffering may be brought about by relational difficulties, financial hardships, or other trials. But as God's children, we can turn to take heart in knowing that our pain is not wasted. Sometimes our pain is for eternal benefit of others. God uses it to reveal the genuineness, genuineness of our faith so that others might see it and be drawn to his son. By the way we, by the way we respond to adversity, our belief in Jesus becomes visible to those around us. Believers will be encouraged and seekers will ask us questions about our faith. At other times, God uses trials to teach us to obey, tells us that even our savior learned obedience from things he suffered. Another purpose of hardship is to broaden our ministry. The apostle Paul's imprisonment let him minister among the guards resulting in the salvation of many. Difficulties can also be the Lord's tool in preventing a problem from happening, such as unidentified ailment that kept Paul from becoming prideful. <laughs> when disobedience threatens our walk with God, he will take away steps that are needed to draw us back to him, or he will take whatever steps are needed to draw us back to him. He may allow us to remain unmet or something cherished to be removed. His purpose is that we confess our sin and return to him. We may not know the reasons for our heartaches, but the wisest choices we can make is to trust the Heavenly Father. After all, he who has saved us through the sacrifice of his son has promised to use our suffering to bring about good. I get questions all the time about why do we suffer? Why do we have to fail? Why do we have to struggle? Why, why does this happen? Why does that happen? I can look at my own life and go, God, well, first of all, I probably deserve to suffer for some of the things that I've done. But one of the coolest things, I think, is the ability that we have. Good morning, Lord. Good morning, Tucker. One of the, 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 the coolest things I believe that we have is the ability to use the things that we've you know, shot ourselves in the foot with or, or the things that we, um, that we struggle with or the things like we get fired or we don't get paid by a company or whatever. We're, we are able to use that for something that will bring us joy and that in fact will bless other people. I think that that is a pretty cool thing. That is one of the coolest, 
I think parts about having a relationship with God and for me. So anyway, we're going to start the show. Good morning, everybody. Let's do this. What's up, Mike? How you doing, man? What you know about Maluma? <laughs> oh, I don't understand a word, but I still love it. Good morning, everybody. I um, <laughs> Welcome to Gratitude Unfiltered, uh, iHeartRadio, Armed Radio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn. Uh, good morning, uh, Google Podcast. Thank you guys so much. Of course, Facebook, always good to see you. Gloria, good to see you. Mike, welcome to the show, guys. Um, I don't know where our guest is. Uh, she's doing regular radio right now, but we'll have her on. So um, we'll just start talking until she shows up. You are the reason I have an intro. To, see, everyone should have show intro music to their show. It, it's everyone should do it because it's so awkward so radio audience, you guys have figured out by now that I talk to the Facebook audience because I, I love interacting. And one of the goals and the desire of the show is, is to do it. I want to do the show in front of a live studio audience. Um, obviously, Las Vegas is a huge, huge pull for me. Um, but, I mean, I want to do it live in front of a studio audience all over the world. Like, I want to do this in London. I want to do it in Australia. I want to do it. But Facebook, like this is who I interact with now because right now I don't have a studio audience. There's Shelly. Um, <laughs> it's good to see you, Shelly. But doing this in front of us, doing the show in front of a stu live studio audience all over the world is a huge dream of mine. So radio audience, we interact with Facebook. So like when you hear me talking, you can go to facebook.com slash gratitude unfiltered and you can join in the conversation um so good to see you guys this morning though i love i love your comments i love your questions i love of course appreciate your shares because your shares help the show grow and ultimately help lead to where we're going so thank you um i'm really excited about our next guest it's a, it's another one of those situations where you know i i don't know the person but I feel like I know them through Facebook and and have watched their heart and read their post and read their comments on other people's posts. And, and, you know, when when you can get inspired by somebody else by watching their behavior online, um, it, that's a really amazing thing. So a lot of people use social media to take pictures of like all of their perfections <laughs> or or maybe they're putting up a front of a different life. But when you're using social media to to really just lift people up and you're using social media to empower other people or to 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 um to share what's on your heart and if it's to you know to glorify god or if it's to talk about you know you know what you're trying to do in the world to help other people like when i see that like that 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 inspires me because not everybody has the courage to stand up for what they believe in on social media. 
you mean you can complain about the president, which one, pick one. You're going to, you know, people spend time complaining about that. They complain about the football game or the basketball game or the baseball game. But when people use social media to take a stand for what they believe in, I'm inspired by that. And so I am truly, truly blessed uh, today to have somebody that I consider I, I just a friend through social media, but just somebody that I adore and cannot wait to meet someday in person. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Shelly Hart to the show. What's up, Rockstar? Good morning. How are you? <laughs> oh, I turned you off for a second. I'm great. I'm great. It's good to see you this morning. How how was um so you were just on the radio? Yes, I was just on a radio in Atlanta. Did you plug my show? <laughs> no. I'm just well, screwed up. That's in the contract that you signed to come on is that you have to plug my show everywhere you go for the next month. Gratitude unfiltered, gratitude unfiltered, gratitude unfiltered. Yes, I should have done that. I'm so sorry. I apologize. <laughs> well, Shelly, it's so good to have you on. Um, I it, it really means a lot to me. So I, you're in North Carolina, is that correct? Yes, I am. I'm in Charlotte. It's such a cool city. I love the, uh, is it called the Epicenter? Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I, I've uh, I've stumbled out of a few places there. Uh, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I, I'll never, I'll never, I was in Charlotte one time and it was like 60 degrees. It was absolutely beautiful. And then all of a sudden there's a blizzard coming. Oh gosh. And I... <laughs> And so I was literally, and I'm like, oh crap, I have to move up. I was supposed to get to Las Vegas for a meeting. And so I had to change my flight and I got the last flight out and we're sitting on the tarmac and ice is just coming down. And somehow we still took off. Like unbelievable, but I'll never forget that time in Charlotte. And that was the last time I've been there. So. What a memory. <laughs> I, I know, I know, it's a great memory. So Shelly, I um. You know, I know you for a lot of really positive, uplifting, um, even some soul-wrenching stuff that you've shared, but I've really gotten to see your, your heart. But what would you say, like, what happened in your life that was a turning point that really shifted your perspective? Because I can't assume that you lived your whole life for other people, your entire life. Was there a turning point where you went through some kind of tragedy that really sparked this motivation and ambition to be of service to other people? Yes, I have several. <laughs> Hope you have some time. <laughs> we have yeah. right now. <laughs> so first of all, I wanna start out and say thank you for having me on. And I also wanna tell you that, you know, I feel before I start going into that, I feel like a lot of people have a misconception about who I am. And I feel like it's because I'm 6'1". If I'm in heels, I'm 6'3". And I walk into a room and I'm tall, blonde, you know, blue eyes, and people just kind of judge you from that moment. And I feel like, you know, they look at you and they're like, you have a nice car, you have a nice home, you're doing well in life, you know, just that misconception. And I used to think all that stuff for myself too, until, you know, one day life turned upside down for me and you never know what life will throw at you. And so I have gone through financial struggles. I have gone through um, my husband of 23 years, which will be in December. Um, he had a transplant back in 2001, a liver transplant. And he currently today is fighting for his life, waiting for a second transplant. Um, I've had my daughter became diabetic when she was 12 years old. 
Um, I went through that experience that I can share. And then also um, my daughter, Taylor, my other daughter, Taylor, I have two daughters. Um, she experienced an appendix attack when she was only five years old. And so she had to have immediate surgery. And so on top of that, you know, finances with my husband losing his job and his illness and all that kind of stuff, like I can share lots with you today. <laughs> so those are just some of the downfalls that I've been through and the struggles I've been through in my life. And then um, I will, you know, I don't want to share all the details that are in my book, Unbreakable Faith that I wrote, but um, some of them, you know, are like, I had a mild heart attack when I had my child and, you know, my life was almost gone and just so many things that I've gone through and not giving up in life is kind of what I'm empowering people with today. So are you able to look at any of those situations with your children um, or your husband and able to look at that with any gratitude? Oh, yes. Yes. You know, when you're going through those moments and things in life like you, it's so hard for you because you just you're not in a positive mindset at those in those moments, you know? And so you're just like, <laughs> you're just like, Oh my gosh, like, how am I going to get through this? You know, this is, this sucks. Like, what am I going to do? Um, there was a time when I had 69 cents in my bank account, a family of four, you know what I mean? And so now it's like, my mindset has turned all the way up, you know, all the way around. And it's like, you know, now I write down every morning, 10 things I'm grateful for, or at night, whatever comes about. Um, I just find myself just in a positive mindset and just not living for me, but living for others and like just really serving others because that's where my heart is. But okay. So I, I want to go back to that though, because it is so hard. And I think anyone like Tucker, Heidi, Gloria, Mike, any of you watching right now, um, it, it's so hard when you're in the middle of it and you have all of the people that are closest to you in your life going through something traumatic how do you get to that place? Like, what do you do to go, this is not about me. This is not happening to me. How do you focus outward in those situations? Like, what is it that you do? Because it's so hard when you feel like life is coming at you from every direction and it's just not pretty. Right. How are you able to focus outward like that and not say, poor me? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, my faith in God, I can honestly say has, gotten me through it. And I just have the strongest, strongest faith. And I'm a prayer warrior. <laughs> so if anybody out there ever needs prayer, call just hit me up. You've got you. Um, so those are the main things. And then I find myself um, just listening to positive motivational, you know, speeches and people just going to YouTube and just starting filling my mind with all that positivity. Um, that's kind of where I turned around and got my mindset going. I'm a, um, I've become someone, I had a random person connect to me through Facebook. I, I swear to you, I've seen, like, God has connected to me to people that I, I were perfect strangers, that it has been so overwhelming the last, really two weeks, that they're just adding up now, different people that are coming in my life that I'm like, who the heck are you? And then, but I'm hearing the same message over and over again. And someone, one of those people that I didn't know that contacted me, they just called me, Talk, turned me on to someone named Graham Cook. Have you heard of him? I have not. Holy geez. YouTube him. Um, okay. I'll send you something. I've never bit, had someone, it was almost like having Jiminy Cricket sitting here on the side of my ear talking to me like it was God. Yeah by listening to these messages and it's so powerful. So to the point, like 
quotes the Bible every once in a while, but really it's just like prophetic word. Mm-hmm. And really, really understanding that these trials and these struggles, you know, and reminding me that even when I'm st- Stephanie, there, <laughs> Stephanie's one of those people. <laughs> so, but, um, but, but you, but like to, to remind, you know, just to do little things, whether it's to rest, it's okay to stop. Like when you feel like you're manic and that's something that I deal with is, is a bit of a mania mm-hmm. to, to just to have somebody remind you that it's like, it's okay to rest. It's yes. okay to close your eyes and be still and listen or, or other guidance. It un the prophetic soaking. Yes. Okay. You have to check it out. Like normally I have to be honest with you because I'm, even though I've been a follower for four years, my, it is like, I'm still new in faith and like, I'm still learning. Normally I think this stuff would have made me so uncomfortable to hear, mm-hmm. but it's been the most empowering thing that I've ever listened to. So like for someone like you that is, you know, seeking God, I do recommend Graham Cook. Like you should I check will. out. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, so I want to know, I, I want to ask you about Giving Heart, your mm-hmm. foundation. Like this, I, I checked this out, but for the radio audience and the people that can't read in the comments right now, tell everybody what Giving Heart is all about. Yeah, so I founded Giving Heart um, to eradicate childhood poverty in the world. And so I have a big heart for children. And so what I do is I go around to the elementary schools and I meet with the counselors and find children in the public school system, which is in my community, because I feel like in your community, you've got tons of poverty, just like you do around the world. So I want to start here and um, just finding those families and providing um, backpacks with food in them for them for over the weekend. Because sometimes, you know, they go home and their parents are working all weekend and they're all by themselves and they have no food or no one to cook for them. So I want to provide food for them. I don't ever want a child in my community to be hungry. And I also have um, started giving like if there's like clothing that they need or anything like that, whatever their needs are, like I want to help them. And then I also want to eventually this is something I've just started. But um, once the school year starts, I want to get mentors that go in and like sit with these children at lunch or someone just to go in and mentor them and be encouraging to them because Um, Throughout the years, I've been in the school system and I've helped like with reading and math programs to kids, you know, that couldn't um, read or write or do, you know, math very well. And I really sat and took my time with them and to see them progress. And like the years later, them come back and say, oh, Miss Hart, like you are so great. Like, thank you for helping me like that. Just that's something that just warms my heart. So that's what I'd like to do is start that mentor program as well. I, I really like that idea. I had the privilege, I talked about this, um, God, was it yesterday or the day before? I went to, have you heard of Whittier Elementary in Las Vegas? I have not. It's a school in Las Vegas. It's in a, it's in, it's in a bad, bad part of town. Um, but the a lot of the children that go to school there are the children of prostitutes and pimps and addicts. And and some of them live in a crack house that's right next to the school. Like I kid you not, it's called the castle. And in that castle is nothing, but it's a drug den. And some of the children go to school there. And so some of the, when, when people donate items and and, and clothing and uh, food, a lot of times the parents are stealing from those kids Mm. using that. I mean, it's heartbreaking because you, 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 we, it's so easy to forget that children are hungry in this country. Yes. 
like we forget that like because we we see what we see on tv or we're driving down the street and like you know we, we we're forgetting this that this happens and sometimes it's the children of veterans which is a travesty or sometimes it's just kids mm -hmm. so i love this like how are you what are some of the ways that you're getting donations you're getting funding you're getting the funding that you have now to make what you're doing to keep going because nonprofits and and cat don just joined it's it's tough because there's a lot of needs out there yes. how are you how are you getting the resources you need to be able to provide these things for kids so right now i'm using my own resources that i have because you know, giving heart is just started so um i'm hearing a lot of feedback Can you are yes okay I'm, let me turn my end down and see if that helps okay yes got it okay so I'm sorry, I lost track of what I was saying. <laughs> uh, your own resources. Yes. So basically, um, since I just started giving heart, um, I have started using my own resources. And so I've started a fund, um, givingheart.org. And then also I have Giving Heart on Facebook, which has donation pages that people can donate. Um, and then as the school year progresses, I'm going to start doing fundraisers and things like that to start helping get funds coming in. That's awesome. Now, how long has the organization been around? Um, this organization just started, let's see, it started in October of last year, but that's when I started it. Um, I just now started being active with it probably two months ago. Well, what, before like before you leave, I want you to put your link in because for anyone that can donate to support you or anyone that can be the volunteer that's in the Charlotte, North Carolina area, I know that there's a few people from Charlotte that watch the show. So, I mean, any type of support that we can give you, I'm down for Thank How, you. let me ask you something because sometimes, like sometimes faith, faith can be challenging and it's real easy to say faith in God, but some days you just don't like feel like having faith. No. Because <laughs> it's hard and sometimes God doesn't answer right away. Mm -hmm. How are you staying? Because you know, your, your, your husband is struggling, you know, you have your, your daughter who's diabetic and then you have this foundation like, how do you stay replenished? How do you stay where you're just remain driven to to serve and to help people and to give? How are you staying that way? Because it's not easy. It's no, so no. easy that you people, like one of the biggest mistakes that I make is I give, 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 and then it, there's nothing left for me. And then I'm drained. And then all of a sudden I don't feel like serving. And then I'm no good. <laughs> or you know what I mean? Like I, I'm, I'm not doing anybody any good because I've been spent in your case. Like, how are you staying replenished so you can keep going? Because you are truly a warrior. I mean, you're, you're getting after it. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, so I take time for myself and I, I'll just explain what I do. I go into my room and I make like a serenity place and I light candles and I have this, um, just, Get all, so what I do is I sit down and I just write down all the things that I'm grateful for. And I just make like probably a list of 10 things that I'm grateful for every single day. And I just keep my mindset in that space. And so that's how I feed myself. Just um, really sticking with positive mindset people in my circle. There's so many friends that I've kind of let go in my life. And it's 
not like because they're bad people. It's because I just need to stay positive. Like I need that circle of friends that is going to encourage me and is going to be in my space and is going to be uplifting me because that is so important. And I think that's important to other people in life is in general, you know, life sucks sometimes and it's hard. It's so hard. And it's like, you know, with me doing, you know, my nonprofit, like you said, and just doing my public speaking with my book and going out and, you know, being a mom and doing my real estate business, like all of that is all on me. And so I just have to stay grounded and focused. And like you said, some days it's just like, dang, like, <laughs> you know, it's all, it, you just realize this is all on me. And if I don't make it happen, it's not going to happen today, you know? And so I think that that would be my number one is like, you know, just really staying focused give your list of gratitude things that you're grateful for every single day. Keep your mind focused on the positive because, you know, I feel like when I catch my mindset, just going in that negative space, you are attracting more negative into your world. And it's really? like, no, <laughs> go away. Like you don't want that. So then I start, that's when I catch myself and I'm like, stop thinking that way, you know? And then I start bringing myself back into like just positivity and positive quotes or something that I've done in my life. I, I listened to something last night that was talking about, because we always hear thinking grow rich. <laughs> you know, we hear, oh, just think your way to success or just believe. And like, there's it, 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 the, the thing that people don't talk about, the real secret towards, you know, manifestation is in, or in believing, like I believe in giving it to God and then and letting go of it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's okay to ask. And, and, and like when we have these struggles or we have a need is to give it to God or give it to the universe, like whatever someone's beliefs are, but I believe in giving it to God and just believing that he's got you and it's okay to ask. But when we start obsessing about it and we start, well, I have to have this, I have to have this. And we get more desperate. That's when all of a sudden we start rejecting and we start pushing it away. And I think back over the course of my life, and when you're coming out of a place of need, you're not coming from a place of gratitude and appreciation for what you have. So like, I love what you're saying because it is truly in, a, in, a, in your situation, you're dealing with a lot, a lot more than a lot of people would wanna deal with, but you're going to gratitude. You're, going, you're coming from a place of, I'm grateful for what I have. I'm grateful for what I'm able to do with this, these hardships in my life. I think that's beautiful. And I, I really think that that is a tremendous lesson for all of us listening because, you know, coming from a place of need is not good. And yeah. even when the S is hitting the fan, being able to say thank you is so empowering. I love that. I love that about you. Thank you. So, <laughs> I do want to know though, because so if you're listing 10 things a day that you're grateful for, give me three things right now that you're grateful for. I am grateful for being alive today because there's some people that did not wake up to be breathing. So I'm grateful yeah. to be alive. I'm grateful that I'm on your show today, that I can empower others that are listening. And I am grateful for my family. That's awesome. So what did you dream about being when you were a kid? A teacher, a school teacher. Really? <laughs> yes. I always wanted to be a school teacher. <laughs> oh man, I didn't want to have to deal with kids like me. <laughs> So why did you, what got, so what got you into real estate? Um, as I grew older, um, I had a passion for real estate and I just always loved going to open houses and I was always online looking at homes and I just loved it. And so I'm like, why not make a family excited and happy to like purchase their first home or whatever it is, you know? 
And or so, their third or fourth. Or fourth, exactly. Yes. It's, so <laughs> my, my mom is um my mom has been in real estate for years and I it's so cool like when I hear her talk about like she'll have a cus like a customer that's really a friend now that's bought their third or fourth or sold their third or fourth home through her. Like there's got there's gotta be no better compliment in the world, right? Exactly. Like my past clients are my future clients. You know what I'm saying? Like I have to be honest, I've never spent one cent on marketing for my real estate business. So never I could never. So it's wow. all been past clients and referrals. So I'm pretty proud to say that, to be honest. And I could only imagine what my business could be like if I would do marketing, you know? <laughs> but it's it's amazing. I love it. That is the best feeling of the world when you are able to, you know, just when you can just focus on serving others. Yeah. And, and and then and then you get the business that you're looking for, that you want. That that's a tremendous blessing. Well, very cool. So when are you um when are you speaking on stage again? I do not know when I'm speaking on stage again. I don't have anything in the works. If there's anybody out there who would like to have me come speak on stage, just hit me up. Yeah, I'd love to hear that. And then make sure too that you plug your book in the comments. I would okay, love okay. I'd love for people to check this out. You have an amazing story. Um are there any last words you would like to leave with the audience? Um, empower yourself like every single day, just like be empowering and never give up. Like life, like I said, can bring you struggles. It can bring you hardships. Um, just stay focused and be grateful and <laughs> be amazing. Be amazing indeed. <laughs> I love it. Well, listen, Shelly, thank you so much for being on the show today. You are a blessing and uh, you're definitely your, your, your husband and uh, your children are my prayers for sure. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you, Joshua. Have an amazing day. Thank you. Bye. Oh, she got herself out. Anyway, well, hey, listen, thank you guys so much for joining the show today. She's um, she's an amazing human being. I love it. I love it. I love you guys. I appreciate your support. Um, we have a show tonight at 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. So I, uh, <laughs> what a day. Mike, thank you for joining. Kat, uh, Vanessa, Stephanie, good to see you. Tucker, great to see you. Gloria, thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your shares, your comments, your likes. Uh, if you think somebody would benefit from what she said, please tag them. And if you just now joined the show, it's worth checking the replay. Have a blessed day, and I'll see you guys very soon. Thanks.